You're listening to In My DM Podcast. I'll be having one-on-one conversations with the movers and shakers of the Des Moines Metro. We're discovering what makes Des Moines the fastest growing city in the Midwest. I'm Crystal and I'm your host. I'm a West Side transplant, pop culture enthusiast, beauty blogger, and solo entrepreneur. This is In My DM Podcast. Hey there, and welcome to episode eight of In My DM Podcast. Today we're in Adel, and we're sitting with the lovely Brienne Cummings of Hair by Brienne. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, today. thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So introduce yourself and let the audience know how you are connected to the six counties that make up the Des Moines Metro. Well, born and raised in Des Moines. I've been a freelance cosmetologist since 2011, but I've been a um, licensed cosmetologist for about 16, 15 years now. So you work, and correct me if I'm wrong, or, or add to it if it's not quite grand enough, because what you do yeah. I think is awesome in Des Moines. So you do work with the Meredith Corp, with Better Homes and Garden Magazine usually, and you also do work correct. for DSM Magazine. Correct. So I have been a, um, since 2011 as a freelance cosmetologist, I am about in my studio salon 60% of the time, and then on location 40% of the time. So since 2011, I have been freelancing with Meredith Corporation, uh, Better Homes and Gardens, their actual product line for Walmart. I do hair and makeup for all of their ads. I've also done work with Diabetic Living, but mainly um, Better Homes and Gardens is who I work with. And then same with DSM Magazine, I have done seven covers, I believe, for that publication. And then, of course, a number of other fashion-type shoots also with them too. And then of course, a lot of uh, national and local photographers as well. So the very first time that I ever was, um, I guess, exposed or acquainted to you and kind of like the group of women that work on the DSM magazine projects and other projects throughout Des Moines, it was at a DSM magazine release party. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but so Jason, my partner, he's from Van Meter and he grew up with Kelsey Zeman. Okay. So we were at, we walked in and Jason's like, oh my gosh, there's Kelsey over there. Remember I told you about her? She's a makeup artist. And I was like, oh. And then so I saw her and I was like, oh my gosh. Who, like, who do they work for? Yeah. I, I need to know because like everybody has black hair. Everybody's yeah. wearing full black except yeah. for Courtney Conlon. She's like platinum blonde. Beautiful. Oh, yes, yes, And I just yes. saw like this little group of, of women and I thought, those are my people. Yeah. Like, I need to introduce myself. But then I'm like so awkward. I thought, what am I supposed to say? Like, hey, let's go have coffee. I and mean, that's weird. So funny story. Uh, Kelsey Zeman is a good friend of mine. And um, which shout out to Kelsey. Uh, by the way, she was a model for a shoot for DSM magazine that I came on and did hair for. And that's how I originally met her. And we just connected. And mm-hmm. so um, I've known her since then and worked with her many, many times since then. She's very sweet. Oh, she I, is. I talked to she her for is. a split second because I, I saw, I thought you were her at first. Oh. And I was like, are you Kelsey Zeman? And you were like, oh, no, she's over there. A like, couple oh, okay. of people have said we look kind of alike. You do. Like mm-hmm. we could be sisters. Yeah. I get the same thing with Erin Kiernan also that we look kind of alike yeah. too, which is funny, but it's a compliment on my end. So. It is. You're all so beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, so at that same magazine release party, Nathan Bomer. Uh, Beamer. Nathan Beamer was on the cover. And I I saw Nathan kind of the same time that I saw the rest of you. And I thought Nathan worked wherever y'all worked. No, that was his first modeling. That was his first modeling experience. Yeah, he is. 
And that is my boyfriend's son also. Really? Yes, yes. I had no idea. Yes. I knew you guys were close, but yep. I thought maybe it grew from like a, a working relationship and the, you guys were just close. We've been together. My boyfriend and I have been together for about a year and a half. But the very first time I saw and met Nathan, my mm-hmm. first thought was, has this boy ever done modeling? He yeah. needs to do modeling. <laughs> yeah, he's beautiful. And a typical small town story. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? They're all from Lamar's, which is in Northwest Iowa. And uh, I knew when I came together with photographer uh, Paige Peterson Conley and then Kelsey talking about an upcoming shoot, Mm -hmm. um, they wanted someone that fit his description. Mm -hmm. And so I immediately reached out to Nathan and said, you know, is this something you'd be interested in? They end up loving his photos and uh, he needs to get into it professionally, which I keep nudging at him to sign up with Steve mm-hmm. Myers at peak. He's going to be moving into Des Moines uh, July, August. Oh, that's exciting. So we'll see much more of him. Yes. He's going to be starting the Aveda Institute for their esthetician program. Oh. Yes, yes. You know what's so funny is my last episode we did was an esthetician roundtable. I saw that. I was like, I need to find a male esthetician because there's no hardly any representation. Well, yeah. Hunter that you had on there, he's mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. He is. Yes, he was yes. so much fun. Yes. I'm like, we need to go hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Angela were like, he needs to take us old ladies out for a good time because, you know, Angela and I are kind of the same age and he's 25. So he's. I know, he's just a baby. <laughs> a, a baby doing good things, yes, <laughs> great things. Is. It was fun. So, um, yeah, that'll be awesome to see Nathan get more into Des Moines and kind of oh, more mainstream. Totally, totally. He's um, also wanting to get certified to be a um, dermatologist, is it technician tech? Yeah, you could be a, a physician assistant and be there. Yeah, you know, so right I think hand. he's wanting to kind of get more into the medical spa type stuff of dermatology, or with esthetician, I mean. But then also with ma- he's amazing with makeup, and so that'll be so awesome yeah. to see him in that. Oh, I know in that realm. Yeah, fantastic. I, I kind of reached out to Kelsey a little bit to see if she would put him underneath his wings as an assistant and stuff yeah. with weddings, just to. Kind of get his feet wet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Because awesome. even though he's great at what he does, and you know, in this line of work, you have to prove it to people that don't know who you are. And you can always polish. You always learn new things, no matter what, how long you've been in the business. When I used to go speak at graduating classes with cosmetology, I used to tell people all the time, you know, in school, you learn the basics, mm-hmm. but when you get out is when you really put your signature on your work. Mm-hmm. And every year, every client, every photo shoot, I learn something new and you, you're, you always have to be perfecting yourself. You know, you can't step out there and be like, you know, I'm the shit. I know. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Can we... No, you're, yeah, okay, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're good. You're okay. good. <laughs> um, Cause there's going to be people with more experience than you. That's going to be better than you. And there's going to be people with less experience that's better than you, but it doesn't mean that your art is any worse or better, you know, and there's mean, constantly than people graduating. There. So there's people coming for you. Like constantly they're coming out like woodwork yeah <laughs> they yes, literally they are they're salons like too <laughs> yeah yes absolutely especially salons because people yeah. now want to be certified on multiple facets they want to yes. be a cosmetologist yes. and an esthetician and a massage therapist you oh know? totally so they can do everything totally totally even though i, I have my own feelings about that because i kind of feel like you need to pick a niche so you can be the best at yes. that rather yes. than kind of good at everything like i'm good with makeup you know i'm trained with makeup but hair is my my medium, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, when it comes to my art. As it should be. Well, thank you. Because you you do a great job. Well, thank you. So moving on to a little 
more of your personal life outside of your business <laughs> yeah. because honestly that's kind of what attracted me to having you on here you were kind of like in the OG group that started my idea for this podcast I mean I've been wanting to do oh, a podcast yeah. for a while yeah but I thought what is it going to be about because there's yeah. a million and one beauty business podcast yeah you know and, and yeah. I don't want to really jump into that pond and be just another person yeah so I thought well and I love small businesses local I'm all about like sourcing local food everything mm-hmm. local well we are so, the backbone of this country if you think about it small absolutely. businesses we are yeah I think so too. So I thought, well, why not keep the podcast on that same level and just do local Des Moines? And I thought, well, what about Des Moines? So I thought, well, let's go find people who are super interesting. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of cool stuff going on. Not necessarily um, entrepreneurs because it's not really like a self, you know, I'm not using it as something to just promote your business. Mm -hmm. It's like, who's, who's awesome really Mm -hmm. is the question. (laughs) So you have a lot of things going on that I feel like are pretty awesome. (laughs) Thank you. So the first thing that I thought was pretty neat was your van your van life. Oh yeah, that you do. Yeah. You're vanning because you put. I have Goldie outside, actually. Do you really yeah. I have to take some pictures? Yeah. So you you're always putting things on Instagram stories about the little touch ups you do here and there, yeah. and the decor you throw in there, and it's like you step into that thing, and it's like back to the 70s. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Well, I am a 70s baby too. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be 41 in June. Oh my god. Yeah. You don't look it. Yeah. Not a day over 25. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> So tell us about about like a vacation. So what do you do? You just roll up to a national park somewhere, look for somewhere that has like nice showers or how does it go? Um, well, my boyfriend and I have showered at truck stops before on our little <laughs> hey, on our little road do. trips. Yeah, exactly. I'm not scared of that kind of stuff. Uh, well, my dad's a truck driver, so but I mean, growing up, we had a van. We traveled to Florida every single year. Uh, we had family and we had a vacation home down there. Getting meeting my boyfriend and uh, starting to date him, um, I'm basically like the male version of him in the sense of that we're into a lot of the same stuff. Um, he's really he's absolutely amazing when it comes to um, his fabrication at work and his welding work when it comes to his motorcycles and his vehicles, and. He got, uh, it's Big Booty Judy is his van. Um, <laughs> it's a 72 Econoline, um, which he completely pimped out to look like a 70s basement bar, you know, with the shag carpet, the, so yeah, like the bar. I mean, it's got a bed and everything. And so I was on the lookout. I am like a feral child. I want to be outdoors. It's hard to keep me inside. My daughter and I camp. I camp with friends and everything. And so I wanted kind of a camper van, but not, I mean, nothing against the camper van stuff that you're seeing online now with everybody like buying, uh, what do you call those, sprinter vans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted something old. I wanted something, I was personally looking for a 79, so that was the year I was born. So great things came out of that year. That's the year our house was built. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so someone's 41. Um so I found a 78, which I was very happy with. Um, I found it from a gentleman up in South Dakota. He was the second owner, only had it for a few years from the original owner. So I'm very happy that I was the third owner. He did take out the original seats and added some stuff. I was able to track down the original seats and put those in. Um, it's got a queen-size bed in the back. And actually, I've only taken it on one big camping trip was when my boyfriend and I went to Northeast Iowa. Uh, to Pikes Peak and we kind of went up to Wisconsin you know and Minnesota and everything but this summer for my 41st birthday I'm going to take it up to the North Shore with my daughter and kind of go from Duluth all the way up to the Canadian border no Minnesota so the North Shore scenic drive starts in Duluth and it's Mm -hmm. about 120 miles and it goes all along Lake Superior all the way up to the Canadian border that'll be so nice yeah it's gorgeous up there uh kind of a little waterfall 
tour, as I call it. Yeah. So you can hike in and see all these amazing waterfalls and jump back in your vehicle, drive another 10 miles, hike in another mile or so, mm-hmm. see another waterfall, then come back. Oh, yeah. that's going to be so nice. Yeah. And then um, I'm actually really excited because Van Nationals is happening in Albert Lee, Minnesota mm-hmm. in July. So this will be our first like big vanning kind of thing yeah. <laughs> that we're both bringing it to. So there's Goldie and Judy? Big Booty Judy, yeah. You have both? Yep. Okay. Yep. And he's currently restoring a 1969-1970 Winnebago. That's so cool. Yeah. I wish I have a, a camper that yeah. is a 78. Oh, nice. And is that a pole behind or is it, that it's a, a bumper yeah. pole? But I oh, wish nice. that because we took everything out of it because I was going to redo it and make it um, a glam camper for oh, doing aesthetic love, stuff. Love it. Well, then I realized we can't do it like because we don't have uh, mobile services in Iowa. It's not allowed yeah, by the state. I know. Board. So but I've torn everything out of it. It's down to the rafters. So I did read an article. There is a um, barber. I yeah. think that is trying to get that changed yeah, because that'd be pretty cool if you could. I want to say about 10 years ago, a friend of mine's aunt was out in California and she was telling her about this 1950s trailer that uh, a pinup mm-hmm. does like kind of hair service on the road. Yeah. So I thought how freaking would amazing so with that. So, I mean, I've been wanting to do this for quite some time. Well, we're about to sell that camper, and oh, I wish really? you make me wish I had left all the stuff in it because it was all original. All ori- what'd you do with it? It's no, it's done for. It's done for. It's all, well, <laughs> I did save the towel rack, and I did save um, some of the wallpaper because it was so cool looking. Yeah. I was going to incorporate that into the new design, so I do have some of the older stuff. Yeah. But it's just kind of a bummer because I thought, man, if we were going to keep it as a camper, we absolutely would have left everything in it. But oh, we totally. just didn't have any foresight. So yeah, no, but it still looks vision, cool from the outside. Yeah, your vision though would still. I mean, it's. I get what the state is trying to say as far as when it comes to sanitary things. You know what I mean with stuff being like that? Yeah, that but, makes sense. But I really hope, and I can't think of that gentleman's name, though. That's the barber that's mm-hmm. really trying to push that. And so I stand behind him with it because I think it'd well, be, yeah. I think it'd be, be awesome. amazing. Totally. Yeah. Let's talk about your pinup stuff. How did yes. you get into that? Um, so... Being a cosme- uh, licensed cosmetologist for almost 16 years and being on a number of photo shoots and working with a number of photographers, I was first approached by a photographer and was asked if I would be a test model. He said, um, you're very curvy in a very appropriate way. He said it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear. Yes, just to be. No creeps, no creeps. Um, and he just said, you know, I would love to do some test photos on you would you mind and I've always loved that era I've always loved the pinup era the 1950s um, whether it's you know cars bikes you know hair fashion music whatever and so then it kind of started from there and then once those photos got released then more people were contacting me and asking me do you you know will you do this and so I mean, why the hell not? If you yeah. enjoy it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you get paid for it. So yeah, yeah exactly. What, um, so you did something about Ruthie's 90th birthday or? Um, I actually did not end up doing that mm-hmm. um, due to some um, contract and scheduling issues. Um, I am looking very forward to working with Exile, though, in the future. But Ruthie Botanini is actually a great, great cousin of mine. Um, oh. My mother is a Fontanini. And so even though it's, I never really, I, I hate to say this, but like all of the old school Italians have now mm-hmm. passed in my family. Yeah. And I know my cousins and I have kind of talked about this because we've heard, 
Um, family members say certain names and stuff like that, but we really wish we would have like recorded them or wrote some of this stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruthie Fontanini is not a true font. She married a Fontanini, mm-hmm. um, but when she died, she was a Bizignano. So why the Fontanini name stuck with her through I think fifteen or sixteen marriages total? Wow, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't know if when she had Ruthie's with a husband of hers at the time, mm-hmm. if that was the Fontanini. Because when then when they divorced, she stepped away from Ruthie's bar. Mm-hmm. He, you have to, because you know I'm not from here. I'm from Texas. Yeah, We've lived yeah. here two years. So okay. I really don't know Ruthie's history at all. I don't okay. even know where the name came from. I just so know she had a bar there. back in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Um, she was known for balancing beers on her breasts and oh. was arrested multiple times for a decent exposure, <laughs> even though she was never nude or never did anything appropriate. Yeah. But back then, you know what I mean? That was kind of frowned upon. Um, there's a well, ru- we could be friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a really, really good book out called um, The Lightning Bolt Kid or something like that, where it's a gentleman that grew up in Des Moines. So this book was about his childhood. So he has a really, really good chapter about sex appeal, I believe. Mm -hmm. And there's a huge section in there about Ruthie, about when he was a kid, him and his friends would sneak up to the bar to watch her because she was just known as like this just beautiful, like sexual, like just you know, gorgeous woman. Of and she Moines. was Italian. Uh, you know what? I don't know that she married mm-hmm. an Italian though. Mm-hmm. But even though we're not blood related, um, a recent photo shoot that I did at vintage Torque fest last year, we look very, very similar in it. And so that's when I was, when I was approached and asked if I wanted to be part of her birthday party at exile, I was mm-hmm. super excited because it's like, well, yeah, I'm related like to full her circle. Yeah. Like I'm related to her. I'm a professional pinup. Like, of course I should be doing this. But, um, like I said, with some scheduling issues and contract issues, unfortunately it didn't happen this yeah. year, but well, she'll have another birthday. Of course she will. So <laughs> of course she will. Maybe you'll be yeah. on the next one. Yeah. I'll be really excited. <laughs> I'll come watch. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so going back to vanning and camping and yeah. hiking, how did you become a mushroom enthusiast? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the G-rated mushrooms here, guys. Yes, yes. Not the psychedelic ones. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, this goes back to uh, what like what I stated before, me being like a feral child. It's hard to keep me indoors. I want to be outside. I trail run and I hike almost daily. Um, I am very fortunate that where I live, I'm just a hop, skip, and a jump from some amazing trails, um, amazing woods. And my whole thing... Oh, my best friend, Sarah, uh, is a huge morel mushroom hunter. I mean, she's schedules like her stuff around mushroom season. I had my first ones two years ago. Yeah, did you like them? Oh, my God, they're delicious. No, no, aren't they they're good? so savory and like I really look forward to it. So did you batter and fry them or did no, you just, I just do put like them the, in butter? Yeah, I soak them in vinegar and, and everything. crawlies out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, let them dry. Yeah. And then we, I just got some salted butter and fried them on both sides oh, and they were delicious. Have you had golden oysters? No. So they're not um, from this area. Mm-hmm. You know, they're actually a, an invasive species, but um, they grow rapid and they're they're absolutely amazing. But when I go out hiking and when I go out trail running, my whole thing when I got into mushrooms, um, I love taking photos for one. And so if I can go out and find treasure, I guess, on my hikes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And my in my running, then it's just a little added bonus. Um, I don't listen to music. You know, I really take in everything around me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm always hunting for, yeah. Golden oysters is really what I go for. Are they for. the ones, do they come out of the trunk? Uh, they come out of Kinda the like tree. Shelf. They can come all the way up the tree, but okay. they're um, bright yellow. They've got the gills underneath, um, mm-hmm. which I will say, first and foremost, nobody eat anything that you find out in nature unless you can identify it. Because there, are, there are poisonous mushrooms. There are jack-o'-lanterns look like oysters, but they actually grow up out of the ground. Those are highly poisonous. And so don't ever eat anything that you cannot identify yourself. Do you have, so did you have like a book that you would carry around with you? I to do try have a to, book. Yeah. I do have a book. Yeah. I yeah. love that. <laughs> um, I love it. Well, and then with internet and our phones, you know, you oh, can almost, true. yeah, do anything and everything. There's just something about like flipping through the pages until you can finally identify what you're looking at. It's yes. like a feeling. I never got into Kindles because of that. I love mm-hmm. the feel of a book. I'm a you know smell what I mean? if it's an old book. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yes. I understand that. Yes. So what, what is a nemophil? Um, someone that is drawn to the woods, someone that is, um, adores the woods, someone that likes being out in nature. Do you prefer to be there like by yourself or do you prefer to have company or is there kind of a mix Um, of both? My dog, he's my road dog. Mm -hmm. He's with me every single time. Um, I feel bad if I go out to the woods and he's not with me because I think he knows. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and he probably benefits from it as much as you do. Oh, he does. I mean, he's a five pound asshole, but he's my five pound (laughs) asshole. (laughs) He, I love taking him out there because we're not around a lot of people and the trails we're on are mountain bike trails. Mm -hmm. Bicyclists go by really fast. They're out of our way. And then we're not dealing with, you know, everyone else that's down there on the trails, which I mean, I'm not against people being out there. Of course, it's just, like I said, my dog's a five pound asshole. And so I would (laughs) rather not deal with anybody out there. Um, but yeah, he comes camping with me and everything else. I realized, like I was saying with my friend, Sarah, the morel hunter, she is a huge runner and she does half marathons and everything. And I've realized that's off. I'm not that kind of runner. I like to be on the trails and running, you know, and stuff like that. But no, I don't mind having people with me. Um, when my boyfriend's, you know, with me, we take the dogs out there and everything else, but I will definitely say it's like I refer to as my church. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like my my sacred kind of time. You know what I mean? That um, I love to go first thing in the morning, especially this time of year where the ground's still kind of frozen, even though everything's kind of defrosting and it's really muddy. But early, early morning, at, like literally as the sun is just coming up, it's just it's peaceful. I see so many beautiful things. I hear so many beautiful things. And it just kind of sets the tone for my day. It's a great way to take advantage of the morning. Yes. Very inspiring. I yes. wish I could pull myself out of bed that early because oh. I feel like I miss a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but you're nailing it. Good job, you. Thank you. So mycology, that's the study of mushrooms, right? Correct. So how deep into it do you get? Like, do you, you know, if you're walking through, can you pretty well identify what you can eat, what you can't eat? Yes. And and you do. Like, you pick some and take them home and fry them up. And, Correct. Or however you cook them. Correct. Correct. Yeah. That is so yeah. neat. Well, I, um, I do have a degree in environmental science. Okay. And so another reason why I'm really um, infatuated or in love, you know, with being outdoors and being in the woods, just because, I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I get to wake up every single day and do what I love. There is never a day that I'm like, fuck, I got to go to fucking work today. Because mm-hmm. it's very unfortunate that every day I hear clients in my chair talk about that. Mm-hmm. where my whole thing is like, God, I really have nothing to bitch about. I love my life. I love what I do every single day. And I have different passions. So 
when I was, well, funny story. Do you mind if I back up for a second? No, not at all. I remember when I was about to graduate beauty school, I was asked, uh, our class was asked by our instructor what our five-year plan was. Everyone was going around saying it, and I was like, I want to do runway shows, fashion magazines, and I want to travel across the country. And she didn't laugh at me, but she kind of like giggled, and she's like, you're going to work at a mall. And Did I, she say that? Boo. Yeah. And my thought was, I'm not... I never worked at a mall salon, nothing against mall salons, but I was Mm -hmm. just like, I'm not going to do that. So my first five years into my career, I did do all of that that I said I would do. Good for you. And I'm not, well, thank you. And I'm not like an overachiever, but my thoughts like, well, I have other interest things I'm interested in. So I went back to school and got my degree in environmental science doing hair part time. So I was going to school full time, going, um, going to school full time and working part time, almost full time. And raising a daughter all at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was very fortunate that a company did hire me um, with no experience and strictly just my education. But unfortunately... And in what field was that? Um, so I was an environmental inspector. So mm-hmm. any um, new construction, whether it was residential or commercial, I would kind of step in to make sure they weren't violating any environmental codes that had to do with um, stormwater and soil and all that kind of stuff. Okay, it's important work. Yes, so I was a consultant. So I was the middleman between the contractor and then the city level, the state level, and the federal level. You know, so the city, the DNR, and the EPA. Um, Mm -hmm. I couldn't find anyone or ticket anyone. I just gave my suggestions, wrote my reports every single week. Um, But like I said, due to budget cuts, I was the last one hired, so I was the first one to go. Um, I never then went back into a field like that concerning my degree. Mm -hmm. I'm very fortunate and thankful for the education that I did receive and for the work that I did do. I have a a client that's kind of a new age hippie Mm -hmm. that kind of sat me down and just said, honey, you keep trying to go all these different directions, but this is your calling. So stop ignoring it. Mm -hmm. So I did go back to hair full time completely and I'm happier than ever because I can still fulfill all my different passions, you know what I mean? To mm-hmm. stuff that I'm interested in and still do what I love every single day and make a living doing it. Do you ever feel like, because being a cosmetologist of any facet is kind mm-hmm. of hard on the body. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like, well, I'm really glad I have this environmental science degree yeah. because then maybe whenever it's time to, you know, close down your chair, you'll have something to fall back on maybe? Uh, Yes and no. I mean... I had to have foot surgery a few years ago. Oh, that's rough. And I remember I told the doc, the surgeon, I just said, do whatever you need to do so that I can retire doing what I love. And so um, it doesn't affect me when I run or when I hike. I'm very much a health nut in the sense of I don't smoke. I barely drink. Um, I'm a vegan. I work out every single day, not in the gym, you know, kind of way, but in the sense of I'm constantly staying active. Mm-hmm. I definitely think food is a form of medicine. So That's I'm, why you still look 25. Yeah, maybe her. You should see my grandmother. Oh, my God. She's almost 89 years old, and you would not know. That's awesome. <laughs> so um, I was blessed with good genes, too. But um, no, and I do. I believe what you put into your body also reflects on the outside. And so mm-hmm. I'm very – I mean, I love a dirty martini. Don't get me wrong. Or an old-fashioned, but – um. But no, I'm very, very, very adamant about, I don't know how to say this. Um, a lot of people don't even know I'm vegan. 
mm-hmm. um, unless it's brought up or it's talked about. Or if we follow you on Instagram. Yes, yes. But um, I'm all about meal prepping and I fast one day a week, you know what I mean, with juicing and I'm eating real whole food. I'm not eating processed meat substitutes, which don't get me wrong, those are nice to have once in a while. If I go to a barbecue and I want to have a, a quote unquote burger. But you never you know. really know what's in it. No, but that's it, it's it's processed food, just like every other processed food that's out there on the shelf. It's definitely not a healthy source, you know what I mean? Um, just like anything else you would get in a box or a can or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, processed food's processed food. It goes back to the old saying of let thy food be thy medicine, right? No, exactly. I have a, a magnet on my fridge that says... Um, organic food or what your grandparents called food. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Are you never even think yeah. about that? <laughs> no, but with my um, my degree in environmental science, we spent um, a good chunk of our time studying food production from small scale to large scale, which drastically changed how I ate. I was then for five years only buying um, free range, grass fed, organic, you know, you name it. And then after five years, I just felt like it just wasn't enough and then I want to say this May will be my third year Mm -hmm. of going um, vegan for about a year I would say that when I go out to eat it got kind of to the point where I was just eating vegetarian but now so many different restaurants and options out there Mm -hmm. are having vegan options which is great I mean, I definitely don't think every place needs to cater to how I eat, you know what I mean, or my lifestyle. It's nice to have options. But it is, it is. But when I have full control of my food, like when I'm eating at home, it's completely vegan. My friend actually showed me a really funny meme that said, um, the new hipster is vegans that say they eat cheese in social settings, just like when people used to say, I only smoke cigarettes when I drink. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's me. (laughs) That's I don't so smoke funny. though, but you know what I mean. Which you eat <laughs> yeah. cheese when you party. <laughs> yeah. I go out to eat. There's a little bit of cheese on my salad. It's like, oh, it's a little treat. The actual amount that I'm eating, but oh my God, I'm probably going to get like X out of every vegan like community out there. <laughs> she's <laughs> that's, a fake. I know, she's fake. <laughs> but <laughs> no, you're the real deal yeah. for sure. All right, so let's uh, jump to your rapid fire questions. I think you've already oh. answered this, but you're a native transplant or captive? I am native. Born and raised, yeah. That's awesome. And have, have you've traveled quite a bit. Do you? Yeah. Um, is there any city that you would say is your favorite that you've been to? Maine. 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 And oh, that's Northern, a dream. Yeah. It's, I would live there in a heartbeat. Maine and northern Minnesota. For us living in central Iowa, if you just drive five and a half hours north, you'll hit Duluth, you know, just north of the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. And then just north beyond that. Can't you see the northern lights in Duluth? Um... I think I've read somewhere you can see them somewhere in Minnesota. You you want to get as far out from the city, so from like light pollution, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? City lights, as they call, you know, another way of putting that. Um, you can I haven't, but yes, you can. I would say the further north you get towards Canada, mm-hmm. you can. Oh, that would be so neat. Yeah, Maine. I would love. That's one on my bucket list is yeah. to go up there because I love love seafood. That's why I could never yeah. be a vegan because I crab legs is my jam. So before I went vegan, I had lobster for breakfast, lunch, oh. and dinner the whole time I was up there. I would. Yeah, it was it's such so a good. dream. And if I, I went back, right now. I would eat lobster again. <laughs> Once again, bad vegan. <laughs> bad vegan. It's okay. It's all right. Everybody deserves a little leeway. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you own a ray gun shirt? I do. What does it say? Des Moines, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that yeah, one. That's yeah, a new one. Haven't yeah. heard that. Oh, it's it's, it's actually yes. it's older. 
It's older. Yeah, I've had it forever. And then I gave it to my daughter. Then she gave it back. And I've had it, God, forever. I love it. Yeah. Hopefully you'll keep it forever. Yeah. What is the most quintessentially Des Moines thing that you can think of? Oh. Or what is that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like you see. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Pardon me. Just Um, squeeze past you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What is that meme that says that? And he's like, oh, what is the most Midwestern thing you've heard? And they're like, oh. Can you pa- as you're asking them to yeah. pass the ranch or something? <laughs> There's a guy. What's his name? He's on social media and does so many videos. He's got a beard. He's got really dark hair. I can't think of his name. Jason's always talking about him, like Midwest Max or something. He's have you hilarious. Se- have you seen the guy that talks about the fairs? Like uh-uh. he did the Wisconsin one, I believe it was. And how he talks, it's like, well, that's Iowa or that's Minnesota. Like that's yeah. almost any Midwestern state you can possibly think of. It's definitely a, a, a culture here. Yes. Midwest is a thing. Yes. It's a whole. Well, what I love about Des Moines is that it's clean. Mm-hmm. It is so it is clean. clean for the yeah. size of city it is. Um, it is so inexpensive to live in Des Moines. Yeah. Um, it's it's more expensive from what I understand than it used to be. Well, yes. But it's also probably more populated and a little more funky yes. Yes. and yes. attractive. yes. Um, the music scene, the art scene, um, the restaurants, I mean, we're very, very spoiled here and we're so centrally located that it's mm-hmm. so easy to get anywhere. And yeah. And there's not a ton of traffic. No. one is very no. clean. I yes. mean, cause you know, I'm from Atlanta and I lived in Dallas and mind you, Dallas is clean, but really all the Southern cities are really just kind of grungy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And no, I feel like that clean. even when you go into Omaha or like yeah. you know, the big cities close to us, you know what I mean? Where I've it's just been. like, it's always just dirty yeah oh yeah you know what i have been to minneapolis yeah and it was pretty yeah yeah. we stayed downtown and it was yeah there was not a tree anywhere it was the weirdest thing my poor dog but downtown which actually in downtown minneapolis there's a waterfall is there huge waterfall i can't think of what it's called though i stopped there on for my 40th birthday last year on our way back from northern minnesota somewhere um it's like a park in like middle of downtown not downtown but like minneapolis Hmm. um and I forgot what I was going to say, though. Oh, um, that's all right. Maybe it'll come back. Yeah. Okay. Go on. <laughs> um, Waveland, biscuits and gravy. Oh, I guess you could eat that. Well, no, no, not the gravy. I get the hash browns with all the veggies there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet that's good. Yeah. And I'm sure they, I think they use oil. They might use butter. Uh-huh. But then, like I said, I've gotten more lax as not, and that if I go out to eat, if there's a tiny bit of whatever, you know what I mean, that's mm-hmm. used to cook it. But I mean, as long as there's no meat, I'm not. I feel like your goal more is for like health reasons than like and pita. That's, yeah, well, there's to me, you become vegan for either three reasons or two of the three or all three or whatever. It's either health, environmental or for animals. I'm definitely all three. Mm-hmm. I would say I, I mean, I'm huge animal rights. You know what I mean, person? Um, but I would say more environmental and more health. But I know a lot of vegans that are all for the animal rights. Mm-hmm. It, there seems to be a lot of bumping heads, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, that I've noticed on social media forums about being vegan. And it's just like, well, we're all trying to do the right Everybody thing. Everybody has their own reasons, though, and well, they yeah. don't have to have the same reason as you and vice versa. Well, yeah, and I would say, like, someone isn't a better vegan than I am just mm-hmm. because or vice versa, you know what I mean? Just because I'm doing it for health and environmental reasons versus because you're doing it for animal rights. Mm-hmm. I think regardless of what group you're in or how you want to live your life, 
there's going to be extremists in every form, regardless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we need the people, you know, on the corners with the signs and the bullhorns, you know. They're making an impact just as the people that are just talking to friends and talking to clients about why they changed their lifestyle and why they did it, like, mm-hmm. and why they're eating this way or, you know, doing things this way. I think they're both equally as important. Some people are louder and some people are quiet when it comes to it. Truth. So, and like I said, regardless of what it is, you know what I mean, that you're for. At least you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Brianne, I am so glad that you came in today. Oh, thank you for having me. I could sit and talk to you forever. I think we've hit our mark. Oh, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I I could seriously just sit and talk to you for the rest of the day. It's cool. But I'm I'm really glad that you came in. Well, thank you for having me. And if you guys don't follow her on social media, I mean, I do follow you on Facebook. I follow your business page, but Mm -hmm. I feel like the real meat of it is Instagram, your Instagram stories. What's your handle? Is it just at Brienne? Uh, It's at whiskey underscore vixen because my pinup name is uh, Miss Whiskey Vixen. And I always get asked a lot, Facebook, I have my personal page, my business page, but why don't I do that on Instagram? And my thought is... I know more about my clients' lives than probably their significant others or their best friends. So w- that's my Instagram. You get to see all of my life, you know what I mean, and everything. Mm-hmm. And my days of dancing on top of the bars and doing all that kind of stuff are long gone. <laughs> I'm not posting anything inappropriate. I'm, you know, I'm still being true to myself and my business, you know what I mean, and everything. Mm-hmm. And so it all intertwines, doesn't it? It does, especially mm-hmm. in our fields, I feel like, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I mean, when you have someone sitting in your chair, you know what I mean, or on your table for an hour or two hours, it's mm-hmm. like, you start to get to know someone. And so that's kind of like how my Instagram is set up. Yeah, they already know beforehand, if you're doing anything crazy, they just get to see it. Yeah, on exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, if you guys don't follow her again, it's at whiskey underscore Vixen. Vixen and then hairbybrienne.com. All right. Well, we will catch you very, very soon. Uh, we're actually, she's about to go do a pinup session over at Fine Art Photography with. Yes. Uh, CJ. CJ. Yes, that's yes. right. Yep. So we're going to follow her. So if you guys um, follow the In My DM podcast Instagram page, that's where you can find all this juicy content. So we'll see you guys over there. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of In My DM. If you have someone in mind who is unique, interesting, or motivational, and they live, work, or play in one of the six counties that make up the Des Moines Metro, these are Polk, Dallas, Madison, Jasper, Guthrie, or Warren counties, please send an email to podcast at gmail.com because I'd love to hear about them. Oh, 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 oh,